All right, so playoff hockey is finally here. The Rangers are back in the playoffs once again. This time they get the Philadelphia Flyers, who they haven't seen in the playoffs now in what will be 17 years. And here to join me today to talk uh, Rangers-Flyers with Game 1 at MSG on Thursday night is Sam Carcitti, the Flyers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Sam, how's it going tonight? I'm doing real well. It should be a great series. We're really looking forward to it. Well, I know the last time we talked, uh, leading into the last time the Rangers and Flyers played, uh, we were both talking about how it seemed like everyone really wanted, really was pushing for, really was hoping for the Rangers and Flyers to finally meet again in the postseason. Uh, given the, the close nature of the two cities, the history of their rivalry, um, you know, as a Rangers fan, I got my wish. But now when I think more about it, you know, it's one of those things where you sort of want to be careful what you wish for in the fact that uh, a lot of people are now happy that Mason's out for game one and Emery's in. But Emery's played really well against the Rangers in the past. And, you know, that will probably carry over here into the playoffs. Yeah, he has. I mean, uh, he was beaten this year 4-1. to one, But before this year, he was 7-1. and one, And his numbers are spectacular. He's got a goal against under 2. And, uh, you know, save percentage is around 930-plus against the Rangers in his career. So, you know, it's not a gimme for the Rangers. The Ranger fans think it's, it's going to be a pushover. They're wrong. But, uh, you know, I think certainly... The Flyers would prefer, they won't say that, but they would prefer to have Steve Mason in the net. He's been their main guy all year. And, uh, you know, if push comes to shove, he's the guy you want in their battle for you. But Emory has some playoff experience. I mean, he took Ottawa to the Stanley Cup Finals a few years ago. And, of course, he was with Chicago last year. He didn't play in the playoffs last year, but during the regular season, they had a tremendous year. So, you know, he's battle-tested and, uh, you know, He'll give them a good effort. He's played fairly well, I'd say, over the last five, six weeks, and uh, it's uh, going to be a very interesting game. Even though going into the season, the expectations, I think, were different for the Rangers than the Flyers because of you know the moves they made the past couple years, because of the run they went on two years ago. Uh, but when you look at to both teams, they're very similar in, in the sense of how they're built, the fact that they're both you know really played the full season under new coaches, even though Vigneault was hired in the offseason and Berube came in after a few games. But when you look at the Rangers and Flyers, you know what is what are the biggest differences you see after a full season of watching both teams and now with them meeting in the playoffs? Yeah, I think the biggest difference to the Flyers is they're they're more of a defensive-oriented team. And, uh, you know, under, under Peter Lavalette, they were kind of a go-go team, and it was attack-first mentality. And uh, that's changed under Craig Berube. I think he's got the forwards coming back and back-checking, and uh, he's got the whole team thinking defense first, and he thinks that defense creates offense. And, you know, some people laugh at that when he, when he took over, but it's worked. I mean, after 20 games, they were 28th in the league in scoring, and since then they're averaging two goals, exactly two goals a game. Since then they've averaged almost 3.2 a game, uh, which is third in the league in the last 62 games. So, you know, the system has worked. You can't uh, you can't uh, knock it. And uh, he's got the players believing. He's got the players confident. And uh, as far as the Rangers, I think, you know, they were more of a physical team last year, and now they're more of a finesse team. And, uh, you know, and it's worked for them, too. So it's, you know, two different dynamics. And I think it's going to uh, create a really good, good and long series. I think just because Emery's in here, I think it's still going to be a long series. You mentioned the Rangers becoming more of a finesse team rather than the blue-collar, uh, you know, work-pale sort of team they were, and I think Ryan Callahan was a big part of that. He was sort of the face of what the Rangers had become over the last five, uh, last five, six seasons. And now with the Rangers being a finesse team, uh, one of the storylines is that, you know, the Rangers can't afford to, to play into the Flyers game if they try to control the tempo, try to control the pace, uh, try to make this a physical game. The Rangers will be in trouble. Is that the, the mindset 
mindset of the Flyers as they enter this series is to, you know, bang around the Rangers and try to get them off their game and, and off the finesse ability they have? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's their strategy. You know, I think they certainly want to be physical, but, but Craig Ruby says they want to be physical, but they want to be smart. I think you'll, you know, they want to be disciplined. I think you'll see them, you know, try to be physical, uh, but, you know, it, it's a fine line. You don't want to cross that line and, and uh, uh, I think that's one of the reasons. I mean, they're saying that uh, Steve Downey has an injury, but even if he was not injured now, I don't think you'd see Steve Downey in there because he has crossed that line too much. And uh, because of that, uh, you know, he's been in the penalty box too much. And, and uh, you know, Ruby wants them to be smart. Now, Zach Ronaldo will play. He'll be on the fourth line. He's a guy that sometimes pushes the envelope, and sometimes he goes over that line. And, uh, you know, Baruby says you can't do that, not in the playoffs. And, and, uh, so I think, again, I think you'll see them be aggressive. I think you'll see them be physical. But, uh, you know, they, they don't want to cross that line and they don't want to be in the penalty box because, uh, you know, that's how a lot of these games are going to be decided on the power play. With the Rangers getting the two seed, they get home ice in the series. And in this day and age of the NHL and the cookie-cutter rinks and the way that away teams and visitors are treated in, uh, on the road, uh, home ice has sort of you know faded over the years in, in, this, uh, in this National Hockey League. And you tweeted on Wednesday about how um, while the Rangers have won eight straight over the Flyers, the Rangers did have more losses than wins this season at MSG. Do you think you know the home ice and going back and forth between New York and Philly will have an impact one way or the other? And are the Flyers, you know, is there, is there any worry from them that they didn't get the home ice that they have to play the first two in New York? Yeah, you know what? I I don't think the home ice will have the impact that a lot of people think it's going to have. I think, uh, you know, as you mentioned, and I did tweet it today, that the Rangers have actually actually have lost more games at home than they've won this year. They've won 20, they've lost 21. They've been a great road team. So, um, you know, I know it's in the Flyers' minds a little bit, probably because guys like me and, and other members of the media keep bringing it up that they've lost eight straight. The Flyers lost eight straight Madison Square Garden. I think the Flyers are finally going to break that streak during the series. That said, I think the Rangers, you know, will win a game at the Wells Fargo Center as well. I think, you know, they're a great road team. And, and uh, you know, I, will the home ice matter? I, I think it will a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be the deciding factor. Um, I, I picked the Rangers to win in seven, and and uh, you know I, I just think that Lundqvist will be the difference more so than the home ice. I think Lundqvist is a guy who really plays terrifically against the Flyers, and and I see him being the difference. Not only here in New York, where it seems like uh, you know Rangers fans, even non-Rangers fans, expect them to win this series, but around the hockey world, uh, most people are picking them, and that's sort of a scary thing for Rangers fans because when you go back to last postseason, uh, the majority of the picks for them against the Bruins was for the Rangers, and they were embarrassed in that series. Uh, what's the perception, you know, from Philadelphia in this, and, and, and the Flyers fans in Philly? You know, are they confident in this series, or, or do they think they're sort of playing with house money, and that it's going to take a little extra to get past the Rangers? Well, they're confident, but, uh, you know, not as confident, believe it or not. This may sound funny, but they're not as confident as they would have been if the Flyers faced the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Flyers, <laughs> you know, just like the Rangers own the Flyers at Madison Square Garden, uh, the Flyers own the Penguins at Console Energy Center. The Flyers are 9-1-1 and there in the regular season since the, uh, since the building opened, and, and they've also done well there in the uh, postseason. So, Flyer fans, we did a survey, actually, a poll on Philly.com, and 84%, we had, I think, close to 2,000 people responding, and 84% said they wanted the Flyers to play the Penguins <laughs> and thought they had a better chance to beat the Penguins than they did the Rangers. Now, this was before 
the playoff seedings were all decided. So it's kind of interesting. The fans really wanted the uh, Penguins. They thought they had a better chance. The, the Flyer fans are leery of Henrik Lundqvist, and for good reason, as I mentioned, because you know he he's been uh, spectacular against the Flyers, and and uh, you know they they have a a big hill with Lundqvist. with Lundqvist. Well, when you go back to earlier in the season, and and with the slow start, with the coaching change, um, the Giroux slump, goal scoring slump to start the season, and you look at where the Flyers have come now, did you ever expect that you know you'd be getting on an Amtrak train to come to New York to cover a Flyers playoff game? I, I did, to be honest with you. I, I really thought that this team was was better than it showed. Um, I don't think I didn't expect them to turn it around as much as they did, but uh, I really thought they were a playoff team, and and uh, you know I, I picked them to finish with 91 points before the season started. They ended up with 94, so yeah, I was in the ballpark, and and uh, I, I think uh, you know Barubi has exceeded expectations. So, you know I, I really didn't expect them. To be as dominant as they were for, I guess, for a six, seven week stretch there. They were as good as any team in the NHL, and they beat a lot of the elite teams in the NHL. So, you know, I give a lot of credit to Craig Berube and a lot of player, a lot of credit to his players for really uh, adapting to his system. Well, you said Rangers in seven. I was overly optimistic uh, with Rangers in five, which would save you, uh, you know, a couple trips there, a couple miles. Um, but if your prediction holds true, you'll, you'll be back in New York a few times, including that Easter Sunday game. So, you know, Sam, I hope we get a good series. It's uh, it's one we had uh, asked for a couple weeks ago when we first talked, and uh, hopefully you're treated some good hockey if you have to keep uh, racking up those trade miles. It, it should be fun, and uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a long series. I think it's going to be a low-scoring series. You're going to see a lot of 3-2, three, 2-1 two, two, games, unlike the Tampa Bay-Montreal series. So I think it's going to be uh, an old-fashioned play playoff series. and I'm really looking forward to it. All right, Sam, thanks again for your time. All right, take care and enjoy the series.